All right. Um, hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the ATM Podcast. Um, before we get started, I do want to just plug in. Uh, please do make sure that you follow our socials. Um, please subscribe. Please share and all of that. And uh, yeah, before we start, um, let me just introduce to you my co-host, Munashi and Tsubang. Uh How are you guys doing? Hey, dog, you, uh, by now you should know. Uh, we pissed off, dog. Okay, well, I'm pissed off, but I'll, I'll get to that. Fair. Mush? I'm, yourself, I'm Mush? doing well. I weighed myself today, gents. The weight is going down, so I'm happy. So it's a good thing. Unfortunately, even Bafana Bafana could being my banners didn't upset me. I'm also happy because what of what we're gonna talk about, and I know I'm gonna win. <laughs> All right. In that case, since you pretty much started it off, um, that's good. Yeah, let's get into it, Summer. Um, as you guys may or may not known, um, yesterday, um, our national team, Bafana Bafana, represented us in the AFCON held in Ivory Coast uh, versus Mali. Um, whether you know the result or not, we lost the game 2-0 in the second half. Um, but uh, yeah, um, my thoughts on that game, in all honesty, this, this, this team has shown promise here and there, but uh, it kind of really fails to deliver when it comes to the big moments. Um, or any club competition, in all honesty, friendlies, now and then you could perform. Uh, there could be glimpses, but nothing really you know, construct and consistent, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I'm quite frustrated with that, with that out, considering how well we played in the first half. Had a lot of chances, but we didn't tuck them away. And, uh, yeah, second half, Mali came back. And surprisingly enough, after they took off their best player in Yves Basuma, um, they somehow played much, much, much better. And, yeah, That's scored the two true. goals the moment we were subbed off. So, that kind of just shows how much more of a, you know, team they kind of are compared to we are. But, uh, yeah, before I really get too deep into it, right, you guys, let's start in the game. Let's start with you, Tsabang. Hey, man, I think um, we were definitely outclassed. Um, I also think that we we kind of choked it, man, because we, we, we had a, you know, the first 10 minutes, I, I was already looking at the game thinking, oh, shit, you know, Mali... They on us. They had one opportunity, and then straight after that, yo, South Africa was actually playing really, really well. Like we had most of the possession, in my opinion. Don't don't. If you look back at the game and you look at the stats that that the Afcon was saying um, regarding that first half that we had less possession, that's bullshit, bro. Like yo, we really need to update the technology in our leagues and and in our uh, continental cups, man. We really need to update the technology, man. But okay, coming back to the game, um, the first half I, I felt we played very well. To be honest, Percy Tower should have had two goals. Um, of course, he should have scored the the penalty, and then there was a second opportunity gone. He got. I think Mukwena um, thread the ball very well to him. I think it was Mukwena who sent it to him. Um, but you know, Mush might might correct me on that one. Um, yeah, and then he was through on goal. Um, to be honest, he could have sweated. He could have honestly sweat that ball. He decided to take the shot instead of sweating the ball to. Um, I think our striker was Mahopa. He could have he could have sweat the ball through to him, and it would have been one not then. That this was after the penalty, by the way. Um, second off, we started off horribly like Mali were just all over us like all over us and then as soon as they took off Yev's Bisuma for Kulubali um that's that's when the game just totally turned around uh set pieces I knew that would be our weak point coming into this game and you know my theory proved right when when we came into the game you know we we considered that set piece 
brilliant cross. I mean, brilliant shot. Hit the post. Um, went off of Ronwan Williams' hand straight into uh, the cap, the Mali captain. Um, and then they scored. That was the first goal. Second goal. Oh my goodness, man! Zulu Zulu had one of the most shocking defensive displays I've ever seen from any of our South African defenders of of the past. But he's had he had a shock. It wasn't all Mvala's fault, to be honest. But that partnership they need to sort out. Like someone's gotta someone's gotta um, get out of that team, and then we need to see what we can do with the players we have now. You know, in terms of centre-back partnership, but Zulu had a shocker. Honestly, defensive awareness, horrible, horrible. You know, especially when Sina Yoko scored that second goal, right? He should have been stronger on the ball to win it, honestly speaking. He should have been much stronger on the ball to win it. He pretty much made Sina Yoko just fully past him. And then he got a one-on-one straight through Ronwin Williams' legs. Uh, to be honest, I don't you know, could you say the keeper could have also done better then? Perhaps. But I don't put that all on the keeper. I feel like Zulu should have done his part there. Um, second off, we didn't create much chances. Uh, very bad second off from us. You know, Mali definitely... Um, they, def- they definitely controlled the rest of the game. And yeah, just overall very disappointing. Bafana definitely just Bafana did. Again, you know, this is why we. This is why Danny Jordan needs to f off Arasafa, so that we can get this development in the in 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 our league, right? And I and I'm saying this knowing that the PSL is probably the most well organized league in our continent. If we're being honest, it's our, the most well organized one, in my opinion. But which which ones are better? Which ones are better, dog? TV. The PSL isn't well organized, Chief. In We've our continent. In our continent. Uh, which ones are better? He's, he's actually he's right, In our continent, yeah. which ones are better? I don't yeah. have that fact on me. I don't yeah, have that fact on me, but that's also I thing, feel like man. I'm going to look into that. Okay, so because... since you don't know the answer to that, then it means I am right, dog. But anyways, um, yeah, I think a couple, a couple of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Seeing a couple of also football legends, some other, um, you know, what is this? Uh, presidents of the football uh, federations in Africa also admit that the PSL is pretty much the best run in Africa, low key. Honestly, there's just something, there's something up with the with the system itself, bro. Um, for me, um. Just to get into it, I think it's it's more of a thing of where we we not really playing as South Africa, if you get what I mean. We are known yeah. to be the Rainbow Nation, but our squad is not diverse in the slightest. But um, that is true. we should take a couple hints from rugby. It's what I'm trying to trying to say as well, in a sense of mix it up a bit, bro. Um, what what we got as people of our skin tone, if you guys don't know black people or dark skin people, um we are very creative, bro. I feel like we, we have a very, very creative, you know, team all round with defense, um midfield and forward line, but there's no output, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um yeah. And so I'm personally thinking, try try to mix it up a bit, you know, suggestion because I saw someone even Mention is like try mix it up a bit, bro. Let's put our our colors on the wings, bro. Because one thing we've seen from rugby, bro, our colors can move, bro. You, yeah, you know, know, we'll have our pacey, yeah. we'll have our pacey colors. Yeah, even wait for Nika shows, bro. Hey, colors they run, bro. They run, dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, defensive defense lines. I think stick to the white people, bro. Those niggas can defend anything okay. with their lives, bro. No, I'm saying. I'm not. I'm just. I'm trying to show you, like, in terms of trying to include things. You can put the players anywhere, but I'm just trying to, you know, show you in a sense of like, yeah. Try imagine putting like, you know, the white people in our in in the defensive line and tell them like, yo, as a joke, guys. Please, if you're sensitive to this, then whatever. And then tell those white people, bro, no Nigerians must enter this box. What what do you think they're gonna do, bro? They're gonna defend that box, bro. (laughs) 
<laughs> they wouldn't have been able to stay alive, dog. Just based upon history alone, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Those people would oh, do damn. what they need to do. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Striker-wise, yeah, you can find whoever you need to find who's, you know, clinical. That could be any race. But overall, what I'm trying to say is just include diversity because we've seen it also in our history. Our best team was our most diverse team back in 1995, you know? Hence what I'm saying. We need to go back to that. And I agree with Tabang. Our staff president also needs to, yeah, nah. He needs to, he needs to he effort, bro, because it's time now to, to generally, generally fix it up from grassroots level and, yeah, build it up again, bro, because even our manager, he also, when he came in, he also knew nothing about our league, but he also kind of did admit that the quality of players in the PSL are kind of subpar compared to the ones we have abroad. But what's That's kind true. of funny is that even though he said that there's not a lot of players that are abroad in our, you know, squad uh, for this AFCON. Um, and so I think we kind of also perform badly. We have a lot of Sundowns players, if you're being honest. And yeah, Sundowns players for the national team do nothing, players. do nothing compared to what they can do in the PSL. In the PSL, of course, they can walk that thing easily. But when it comes to the national team, all of a sudden they look like shells of themselves, you know. Um, well, but and, yeah, nah, there's... I really wish we chose strong one for this team, dog. He's the guy who's playing in the MLS. Um, yeah. I think he's got... I think he's got... He's their team's top goal scorer. And he didn't get chosen despite him being in a really good patch of form right now. He didn't get chosen for the team. Lyle Forster's understandable. Burnley was saying that he's still dealing with mental issues. So, you know... I just feel like Bruce, he could have definitely done a better job on the team selection, man. Honestly speaking. Yeah, Mush, what are your thoughts, bro? Uh, I'm going to make it three for three. Danny Jordan, you must also go. It's time for you to F off. You are doing <laughs> trash. To, before I get to the game, like, I don't like I said, I don't know the facts, but I feel like with a bit of Google search, I can find a better league that's better managed than the PSL. Yeah, I'll do the Google search because, guys, in the PSL, look, we've had so many issues. We know about like the monkey, the issue with that Nekovic thing where she didn't want to pay him the 12 million and. Royal AM were transfer embargoed. Recently, Swallows were fined one million for failing to honor a match. We've yeah. had many issues yeah. where clubs aren't even able to pay their players. <laughs> There's stories of some of the clubs we have in the first division that don't even have sponsors. To the point where I even heard one a journalist or an analyst, I'm not sure which one it was, say that if we were to have something like financial fair play similar to what they have in Europe, some of these clubs would go bust. <laughs> That's what he was saying. So there's that. In terms of the game, and this is how I feel about FCON in general, like all the teams that are the quote-unquote favorites or the ones with better players, they haven't mopped the floor with like the inferior teams, like theoretically Mali have better players than us. They have Yves Basuma, plays for Tottenham, Amadou Haidara, who plays for Red Bull Leipzig. Their captain right now plays for Real Sociedad in La Liga. So, and we really played well. And to use other examples, Cape Verde beat Ghana. Egypt couldn't beat Mozambique, so this has been a very competitive AFCON. But in back to our game, like guys, uh, Percy Tau, how could you take such a nonsense penalty? I know you apologize, but that penalty was nonsense. <laughs> it really was. And then I think in terms of squad selection, I wouldn't say it's even a thing of diversity. Like, one of the things I would have done probably is make the centre-back partnership Motobium Vala and Grant Kekana. Then it's a full Sundowns backline 
<laughs> and along with the goalkeeper, then we defend. We cannot be having someone from Super Sport. No. And then instead of Le Passa, for example, he started the season proper, scoring goals, yeah. but it dried up eventually. I would have taken someone, the the guy from Stellenbosch, who is actually colored, so Albakwe gets his point. So I don't know if you guys know Ikram Reines, the guy, the striker who plays for Stellenbosch. He's still scoring goals. He's playing well. So I would have gone with him. Because Mahopa, from what I've seen of him, he doesn't look all that. His movements is is quite good, though. I I have to defend him on that. No, it didn't look that good. And then someone even put it nicely where he said, it seems like Percy Tao wants to carry this team on his back. Like you said, he's not TV. that guy. <laughs> nah, I'm he sorry. is that guy. But he's, he's that not. Guy. I'm sorry, he's not. You can say what you want. I'm sorry, he's not. What, what, I, what I've seen from him recently in the social side, bro, he is not that guy. But carry on. So, so Oh, so you said he there was you should have rather just passed the ball to Mahopa instead, and then I think we get that goal. Honestly, and then bro. like guys, am I the only one? I know other people noticed it online on Twitter, but Fianda Kulu was really lucky not to be sent off. Like, did the ref forget he yellow carded him earlier? Yep. Am I the only one I, who noticed I that? that? I saw that. <laughs> He was lucky, man. So, like, how did the ref miss that, though? Dude, but even even Mali, the Mali players missed that because there wasn't any sort of what you call this. What, what's the word I'm protest. looking for? Protest. Protest. When, when he when he when he got when he got that second yellow card, there wasn't any protest. To hey, man, you just you gave him a card already. That should be the second one. It should come off. There was so you see, man, like. They felt oh, sorry for us. They they must have. That's the only thing I can think of. But back to Afcon, I kind of find it. I find it quite damning. Like their best player, Yves Basuma, theoretically their best player, and a lot of players of his caliber or a higher caliber, like Mo Salah and the like. They really haven't stamped out and made this AFCON their own. The only teams that have really are playing really well have been Côte d'Ivoire and Ivory Coast. Morocco just won, but I don't know how they played because I haven't seen the game, so that I can't comment on. But to round it off, if it were up to me, Sianda Kulu must go to the bench. Can we bring Grant Kekana in? And then... Can we please? We don't have a striker, so it's pointless. <laughs> ah, that. Yeah, I just I changed the center back. We don't have any strikers. And do you guys think we'll make it out the group stages? Because I don't think we will. I think Tunisia is gonna beat the crap out of us. Um, Namibia is the only real game I'm looking at where we can get points. But I think they beat Tunisia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? They did. So, yeah. yo, I don't have much hope this FCON. I'm not going to lie to you. I really don't. I th- I think we still can, personally. I just don't think we're going to make it past the next round. We'll make it out the group stage, but we'll we'll get out in the next round for sure. Um, But in the group stage itself, as are we probably finish second more than anything. Uh. Yeah, it's just a thing of, like I said, we didn't play bad yesterday, but from that second half, uh, if we can just consider that, you know, take our chances like we did in the first, that we had in the first half, bro, then it could have been a totally different game, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. Football is a game of moments, bro. If you certain moments, you don't take it, take it, and the other team could come back and punish you. So we didn't play bad. It wasn't great or anything to be like, wow, it's just, I think what's frustrating a lot of us is the way we kind of capitulated or just allowed Mali to come back into the game. That's, you know, um, really pissing off a lot of football fans in SA, of course. So, 
yeah, we still could. But yeah, we have to we have to be a little bit more clinical. That's that's for damn sure. So yeah. Right. Um do you guys have anything else you wanna add? Nah, I'm alright. I think all we can right. move on to the next topic. Alright, cool. So guys, um with that wrapped up, we want to talk about two of probably one of the greatest wingers we've, you know, seen in our generation. Maybe anyone in the footballing world would also agree. Possibly of all time, maybe. So, yeah, we're going to bring up this long coming debate, bro, long heated debate that's kind of been going on all over the world when you ask anyone. And the question is, Neymar or Ronaldinho, who was the better player? And, uh, yeah, to my knowledge, it kind of, I kind of thought it would have been unanimous, bar for Monashi's, you know, defiance. Um, from everyone I've pretty much asked regarding this, they can admit that, yeah, Neymar, they prefer, you know, Neymar over Ronaldinho. Not to say that he wasn't great himself, but uh, they just... Personally, like how I feel, I feel like Neymar's the better player. But yeah, since Mush is the odd one out, let's start off with why you feel like Ronaldinho is the better player. Go ahead. Okay. To give Neymar his due, where he chows Ronaldinho, he chows him in goals and assists. In 503 games, Neymar has 296 goals and 193 assists as compared to Ronaldinho's 197 goals and 166 assists in Ronaldinho's 546 games. But look at what Ronaldinho has accomplished over the years. He's done it everywhere and he's played a pivotal role in all the teams he's been in, whether that's in Brazil, whether that's for Barca, whether that's for AC Milan. Like, guys, we can't really respect Neymar's accomplishments in League One for, for, in, for PSG. He's obviously expected to win those. In terms of trophies and honors, Neymar kills it. But that's, what, but that's for club levels. But when we break <laughs> it down further... Ronaldinho has won a Ballon d'Or best player of this was in 2005 he's also a two time best FIFA men's player in 2004 and 2005 mm-hmm. he's also mm-hmm. won a, a one time UEFA best player in Europe he's also done something that Neymar unfortunately hasn't been able to do, which is do it for his country. Some of it, Neymar, there were mitigating circumstances for Neymar, but it wasn't all mitigating. So, like, let me give the Copa America, for instance. Ronaldinho won the Copa America for Brazil. He's also won a World Cup. He's also So, with Neymar, when he was playing for the Copa Libertadores, Obviously, he was injured when Brazil won it in 2019. But it, so obviously, you can't pin that on him. But in 2015, he was there. And what did he do? He gets himself suspended. And then I think it was in the quarterfinals, Brazil get knocked out without him. And then 2021, they go to the final. Unfortunately, at the world stage for Lionel Messi, he gets kicked. Messi wins. 2014 World Cup, he does, he's one of the best players at the tournament. I'll give him that. And then obviously the freak accident happens with the, I think it was a Colombian defender, if I remember correctly. I don't remember the guy's name. Then he's out for the tournament and Brazil crash out. 2018, he decides, I want to go to PSG. And then, obviously, he didn't have that good a World Cup. 2022, I think he had a better World Cup than 2018, even though he struggled a bit with injury. But he's done nothing in for Brazil, his country. 
as compared to someone like Ronaldinho. And what we also have to keep in mind about his time at PSG, he's never been able to play more than 2,000 minutes in a league season, guys. Come on. And obviously, like I said, he's expected to win that. And going through all of his honors, it's 28 trophies. And Neymar also does have a football of footballer of the year trophy from when he was in Brazil. But if we count all his French trophies, that's already minus 14. So, yeah, guys, Ronaldinho, he's the guy. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I feel like Tabang and I will go back and forth on this because since we both agree on the Neymar thing. Um, fair play, bro. As you've mentioned, bro, Neymar overall output-wise is superior to Ronaldinho. Right? So, in football-related wise, as a winger or as a forward, which they both are, their main job is what to do what? To produce goals and assists for their team. Carry the teams in moments that they need to. And both players can do that quite well. Neymar, of course, has done that far more than Ronaldinho. Um, coming back to the individual accolades, then, yeah, fair, Ronaldinho edges Neymar on that. Credit to Ronaldinho, though. Would he... Sure, they played in two different, different, two different timelines, but let's be honest. A lot of great footballing players have missed out on the coveted Ballon d'Or trophy due to the fact that they played with, Neymar, with Messi and Ronaldinho in their generation. Am I wrong? Am I right? I wish. Okay, with that, you're right. But exactly. they have been, I think, no, hear me out first. We saw the career path Neymar took and that I know Ballon d'Or has lost its way over the years. But yeah. I think if he stayed at Barca, I think he would have been able to actually break that name. He would have been the first instead of Modric, to break that Messi-Ronaldo-Juopoli. Because I was going through some of his stats, and there was a La Liga season, I'm not sure if it was the season before he left, where in 2014... Where he scored 24 goals and 16 assists. So I think if he stayed at Barca, he would have broken that Juopoli. At PSG, he had no chance with how injured he was. Yeah, that that you kind of mentioned it. Um, sorry to cut you, Tavan. I'll let you speak now. Also, um, the thing is with his career at PSG, bro. We also, when he was playing, he was tearing up that league, and no one could deny he was still one of the best players to ever to that we've seen. You know, grace the football pitch. What was unfortunate with him, again, was the injury part. But we've seen it. I even said this to some people off, off camera or off part, um, is that the one season when Neymar was actually fully fit, he managed to take PSG to a final. Granted that the Champions League that season did remove the second legs, I think, in the knockout stages. But... Regardless of the case, he managed to take them all the way to the final. Unfortunately, they they lost it. They got edged out by you know by and pause um, in that in that instance. Um, still, with the Brazil team, Neymar was clearly the best player. What Neymar did not have compared to Ronaldinho is great players around him. Yeah. That's for sure. Neymar, Neymar went to a World Cup with the likes of Fred and Joe as his partners. A friend. Bro. I'm sorry, bro. No, that is trash. Even Hulk. Hulk, <laughs> fairly decent player. Okay, cool. But that's literally about that's it. Ronaldinho cool. had R9, Carlos, Cafu, Dida, Rivaldo. Come on, dude. Kaka. Ronaldinho played with world-class players through, through, and through. Neymar was pos- probably the only world-class player besides him, Thiago Silva, um... Who was world class at That's the time? It. I think those are the only two I can think of in a Brazil lineup. Two, 
you could yeah no those are the only two the others were decent world class players to just him and yeah to just him and Neymar and yeah Thiago Silva I think the rest were just good players to great players while Ronaldinho had a, almost an entire starting lineup of world class players if you're being honest so yeah sure he was the best player on that team because yeah well he still shined out because of the way he played um granted I do think R9 was possibly better than him in that time of Brazil you know what I'm saying um with Ronaldinho and Ronaldinho's playing, I think R9 was for me the more pivotal player, even though you did mention there was one game where Ronaldinho missed out in the um, Brazil fell off. But regardless of that case, great players. But Neymar had to pretty much carry Brazil for a long time. And his stats kind of speak for himself. I'm not a very big fan of this stats type of talk because I think the eye test is, is more important too. Stats count, but yeah. Um, Neymar... Brazil's all-time leading goal scorer already yeah. at such a young age in less games than Ronaldinho. One. Goals and assist-wise, club-wise, club level as well. Way more goals than Ronaldinho and assist in less games yeah. than Ronaldinho played. Yeah. What I'm trying to also pretty much get to you right now, Mush, is that whatever Ronaldinho can do, Neymar could do, but better. That's literally it. Yeah. So I'm saying... Yeah, and then and then what you were gonna say? Sorry. Yeah, no, rather finish, rather finish, rather finish. Okay, yeah. Um, whatever Ronaldinho could do, Neymar could do, but just at a better level. If Neymar played in the time of Ronaldinho, oh my goodness, the amount of awards he would have won. Let's yeah. let's not even let's not even deny that Neymar would have won so yeah. many awards with this output that he's that that he's the level of output that he brings out on the pitch, bro. He would have. Easily won two, three Ballon d'Ors in his time. Easily, he's just unfortunately, he was just unfortunate enough to be playing the same time as Messi and Ronaldo. Sure, you could say, yeah, like you said, his PSG time did hinder that. And of course, I kind of agree. Maybe if he stayed at Barca, his chances would have been better. But clearly, what we've seen of recent time, it doesn't mean that even if he was the better player, that he possibly would have stood a chance because. Yeah, we we can clearly see FIFA have a thing for for Messi and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo dog. It's it's kind of obvious. Um, yeah, it's it's really kind of obvious, especially with Neymar winning that FIFA Best Award recently. Which yeah, um, we'll also get into maybe later on it. But yeah, it's I, I just Messi by the way. I did say Messi. It sounded but, like yeah. you said somebody else, bro. But anyway, yeah. And so I'm just saying, bro, overall, just in conclusion from my end, before I hand over to Taban to say what he also needs to say, dog, Ronaldinho was the blueprint which, for me, Neymar completed. That's it. He just didn't win the awards for the country as well as, you know, the individual awards. But, bruv, what Ronaldinho was loved for, Neymar is hated for. Literally. The exact same style. Neymar's definitely more efficient. In, even in terms of beating players, he did it better than Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho is just that we loved it at the time. Just that now Neymar's maybe kind of trashed a little bit because he gets kicked a lot more than Ronaldinho. That's about it. But yeah, that's 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 all from, from me for now. Uh, Tabang, the floor is yours. Before, wait, before Tabang speaks, can I give a counter to some of your points before I lose the train of thought? Ah, wait, okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, so in regards to you using PSG as an example, I think he's one of the best players. Okay, let's be honest, guys. At the time, PSG and League One, no one respected League One. Can you guys honestly tell me you guys respected League One at the time? And bear in mind, at that time, aside from him, he also had Mbappe, guys. So... Obviously, he's going to score lots of goals there. And he was not always available. Less than 2,000 minutes every year. And also, by the way, by the way, with your, also with your Brazil point. Sorry, sorry yeah, okay. to cut you now. But you got to yeah. remember, before Neymar came, uh, I mean, before uh, Mbappe came, Neymar was there alone with Cavani and... Um, who, uh, and then who else? Di Maria. Was, 
Lucas, no, Lucas wasn't there, but Neymar wasn't there yet. I mean, Mbappe wasn't there yet when Neymar came yeah. in. And Neymar was so good at PSG. You got to understand, like, can I just tell you how good this guy is? This guy was so good that people felt like he was disrespecting the league because of how well he, how, how, how good he was on the ball. Like, him getting past the players so effortlessly. They thought it, that was disrespectful. They didn't understand that that's actually a hard thing to do too. But imagine getting past the player so badly. Like, uh, imagine getting past players so effortlessly. People think it's disrespectful, bro. I mean, come on. Like, there's no other player who could do that. Even with the amazing dribbling qualities that Ronaldinho had, we've ne- Neymar, Neymar's taken it to another level, in my opinion. Ne- Ronaldinho was just more creative. There was much more flair, I won't lie. Like, much more entertaining. But Neymar made it, made it so... He, he, he tuned it so fine that it was effective in score for scoring goals and assisting bro. Like you 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 really can't take that away from me. <laughs> eh, that's fair, but the thing is he wasn't the thing is, bruh, he wasn't there for over three over two thousand minutes, so because it wasn't they kicked him, Nigga. Nima got <laughs> kicked, my boy. Oh my goodness, sure, there were times when he died. It's because the only died. player that gets kicked, bruh. bruh Everyone, every gets player kicked, player most, gets most, most players that get kicked are the dribblers. We've seen it, even with the likes right. of your hazard in the Prem. Once he started, or, or he got kicked so much that it was the moment he went to Madrid, all those injuries caught up to him at once, and he had a terrible career. Neymar managed right. to bounce back and come back, produce the same output, and then got kicked again. <laughs> Bro, no, no, no. <laughs> One thing maybe I can give Ronaldinho is that he probably had a better physicality than Neymar, hence why he didn't yeah. get as injured as much. Though that's one thing I can give yeah, Ronaldinho over. For me, for me, both had crappy physicalities because they went down in their careers. Both at thirty-one, Neymar due to injuries and Ronaldinho due to excessive party. Man, that guy <laughs> loved the party. Neymar loves a party that... too. You do. You do also yeah. realize how much Neymar parties, right? Yeah. Nah, but Brazilian players are literally all the same. Nah, they're not. They a lot of them. Nah, Neymar what killed him was injury. Yes, but what that's, killed that's... each one was injury. What yes, killed him is some... injury. No, I, I hear you, but I'm trying to show you also. Yeah, Neymar parties just as much. Yeah. And he still was man- managed to produce the levels he did. And Neymar oh. probably from my young age, bro. Ronaldo, you probably did it too. Maybe later on when he really started getting that big hype. And remember how young Neymar started in this game, bro. 16, the 17, only, t- bro, the only teenager I've, I think, apart from maybe Michael Owen also, but um, how young Neymar was to be nominated in a non-European league in the Ballon d'Or. Ronaldo, you did not do that, bro. You had to do it for the big teams. Neymar did it for Santos. Bro. 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 And he finished third that year, dude. Love it, bro. I'm sorry, dude. Neymar is levels above. I love Ronaldinho, dude. Please believe me. He's one of the, the, the players that got us into football. But Neymar has shown it time and time again that, you know what, I am that guy. If he had better players bro. around him, like we said, internationally, bro, Russell would have won something easily, dog, decades ago, and, bro. And, and can I add this? During during Neymar's during Neymar's career at Santos, bro, he's lifted up the Libertadores Cup, South American Rio Copa. Come on, bro, Brazil Cup. Ah, man, dude, at a young age, dude, man, at a young age, that's 16, why I... seventeen. Dude, I acknowledge that when it comes to trophies, <laughs> Neymar clears Ronaldinho. I did say that. Yeah, okay. That's, no, that's he, good. I'm, uh, that, I'm talking about output. Be best player on the team. And he's done it for I so many years. I mentioned output. I did mention output, bruh. But a point I want to come back to is Albaque's Brazilian point. Guys, you don't need world-class players 
in all ah, nations, in every position. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. We don't need world class players in every position in a national team to win a World Cup. Let's be honest. You can say that those Brazilian players were nowhere near the level of the of the ones Ronaldinho had. But they weren't bums, guys. Like, we did like Hulk. And also, like Baki said, they were good to great players. That's still a high That's enough level. Class. And a lot of those players... Let me finish first. Okay. Because it's still, yeah, it's a long yeah, yeah. And also, guys, some of, a lot of those players that were in that squad were playing for some very big clubs in Europe, like William and Oscar, who were in the 2014 team. They played for Chelsea. I know we all have our issues with David Luiz, but he was still a vet. he was still playing for Chelsea, and despite some of his hashes, people liked him. And then we still had Marcelo at the time, very important player for Real Madrid. I bet even you liked him, TB, and you felt he was okay. World-class. Yeah, that, that, that's that's another world class player. Yeah, sorry about yeah. Marcelo is the other world class player. That's three. Yeah. So yeah. Danny Alves as well. Four. Four. Yeah, sure. So, really, guys. And those players, the two fullbacks in particular, they, especially Marcelo, really still went at the top level for a long time. So, there's that. And then to bring it to, so really, I don't think it's a matter of, yes, there was Fred and Joe were the bums. They really were bums. There were many more. It's not. No, they weren't. It was just those two. It was just the strikers. Because Thiago Silva had a very... His partnership with David Luiz, despite all Luiz's faults, they were very... They were a very good partnership in that World Cup. Luiz played well. <laughs> Although the less said about that semi-final, the better. <laughs> it was a yeah. disaster. And then he scored... And Luiz did score some important goals. I think he's the one that scored the winner against Colombia, man. If I remember correctly, he, or was he it did. wasn't like it the Chile? Freaky? It was against Chile or Colombia where he scores the winner. So yeah. Colombia. So so yes, they weren't as good. They like yes, Neymar didn't have a good as good a supporting cast in the 2014 World Cup as someone like Ronaldinho did, but. They weren't the players there weren't all bums. There were still some good players there. And then to bring it to PSG, hey, it looks like this guy's gone, but ah, yeah, we'll nah, see just, if he just comes carry back. on, he's gonna come back. So when to bring it to PSG, like look, if we say these Brazilian players are bums, what about the PSG players? Because look, when he went to the final, he had an Mbappe, he had a Di Maria. He had all the, that PSG team still had a lot of other good players. They still, it was Mbappe, Di Maria himself, and he did start that game. Chupa Moting still had his uses because Thomas Tuchel, for whatever reason, liked him a lot and he was I, actually I, doing well for PSG. Bro, but I don't but know. I can, was the I can counter argue that. And then there was still Verratti in midfield. Verratti yeah. was still good. Tiago Mota. No, nah, I don't think Mota was in that. I think he was. He gone was already. decent. He was decent. No, I mean in that final specifically. Oh no no no! To... Yeah, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. So you had Verratti. You probably. I think Tiago Silva was still there. Marquinhos yeah, is yeah, there. Donnarumma is there. So we can't really blame a poor supporting cast. On why he's not succeeded at Brazil. Otherwise, no, no, objectively, no, no. he has a better supporting cast at PSG. And for reasons Bush. such as injuries and Mbappe wanting him gone, he couldn't win the Champions League. That that argument is flawed, bro. Like we were talking about Brazil and then you took it to PSG. If you, no, because of the supporting cost. All right, then let me that counter argue both of those then. Man. For Brazil, 
This is who Ronaldinho played with in 2002. And you're not going to tell me this team isn't better by a country mile. Like, there's just no ways. And by the way, Ronaldinho in this World Cup scored two goals. One of them was, of course, the important finals winning free kick. You know, I have to I have to shout him out for that. But this was the team Ronaldinho was playing with, bro. He had Cafu. He had Lucio. He had Roberto Carlos. He had Gilberto Silva. R9. Rivaldo. Dida. Paletti. Ah, dog. You're not going to tell me Ronaldinho's Brazil's uh, um, supporting cost wasn't better, bro. And on top of that, I, man, I never no, said listen, that he listen, had. A, listen, I never listen, said that listen, supporting cost I, was listen, inferior. Listen, listen, and then on top of that, or not? What's going on, Baki? <laughs> yeah, no, my wife was tripping. I had to put on our data real quick. But, right, right, yeah. Right. Okay, to get back. You had R9 winning the golden boot, R9 winning the silver ball, Rivaldo winning the silver shoe for most assists. Dog, that supporting car, and then on top of that, and a world-class defense in Lucio, Roberto Carlos, and Cafu. Nah, dog, you're not, you're going to miss me with that, man. And then I, getting to your PSG point, yes, Neymar's team was pretty stacked, but when Ronaldinho left Barca to go to AC Milan, are you going to tell me that team wasn't pretty stacked? Oh, well? my goodness. That yeah. yeah. Seidoff, Gattuso, Perlo, Thiago Silva, who was already who was pretty brilliant at that time as well. They had a young Kevin Prince Boateng coming in as well, who, who despite his flaws at Tottenham, he came to AC Milan as one of their better players, fan favorite, in fact. He goes there. And Beckham, he goes there and he couldn't produce anything for AC Milan at that time. But no, that's no. bullshit, but I'll get to that. I'll get to that. that. You can miss me with this. Okay. No, the two, I've like TB. It's like I said, I don't have an issue with you guys saying that Ronaldinho had the better supporting cast. My issue is you can't act like, for example, the 2014 World Cup. Yes, you can say those players Ronaldinho had were better. But let's Way not better. act like these players were the, in the 2014 team were bums or they were ass. Okay. Just to counter you, bro. Yeah, just to counter you, bro. She also made a statement basically saying that you don't need world-class players to win the World Cup. Let's look, besides for maybe this 2022 one, recently where I wouldn't say that, you know, Messi had a lot of, you know, world-class world-class players i just think yeah that competition that's probably the only outlier but all the other world cups prior to that the f- previous one 2018 world cup france how many world-class world-class players were in that squad a bunch we had kante we had pogba we had loris we had Varane, um Griezmann, so forth ne? i what uh, 2014 world cup germany how many world-class players were in that squad bro it wasn't a bunch of them, won a World Cup, Brian. He wasn't. Shola won a World Club, but yeah, he wasn't World Class, but he had a World Class midfield, a World Class defense, and a World Class defend goalkeeper. That's for sure. World Class. Far, they far, were far, 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 far from Germany's forward line, bro. That midfield defense and goalkeeper were all World Class. They had majority of the team was World Class in that starting lineup. Near Spain. The entire squad was world class, maybe bar from the right back at the time, or one of the yeah. But the entire squad was world class. Previously, before that, also with Italy. Previously, before that, with Brazil. Previously, before that, with France. Nigga, all those clubs that won the world club had a bunch of world class players. It's literally only this 2022 one where I could say, okay, Messi didn't have a lot of world class players. Barely almost none, to be honest, besides him and maybe Di Maria. Yeah, I can't really argue so much for the rest of the squad. But yeah, other than that, that's the only outlier. But all the other things were proven, proven to have a lot of world-class players, bro. And so I'm saying, you can say, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, that's not Neymar, my main... But the thing is, it's not my I, main I, point with my thing. My thing is the main point I'm having is that, guys, oh yeah, 
But my whole thing is like, fine. You can say Ronaldinho, yes. He's had the better supporting cast. But let's, like, when we take it to mainly the 2014 World Cup, those players that he had, yes, they don't compare to the ones Ronaldinho had. But there were, there were still some world-class players there. You guys have even acknowledged a couple of them. And there were still some good to great players that were still important for some European teams. Like, we don't say Oscar and Willian are world-class, but they still played very well for Chelsea, won some league titles there. Julio Cesar, okay, he was a past his prime, but... For a while, he was still a very good goalkeeper, and he had a good tournament at the time. And the reason okay. I bring up the wait, the reason I brought up the PSG point before you went off was because let's be honest, when you guys got to the final, it was a stacked mm-hmm. team. There were world class players. You had a midfield with Verratti. You had a defense with Marquinhos and Thiago Silva. And if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think you did have Akimi there as your fullback. Well, one of them. Mm. Am I correct? Just okay. Correct uh, no, I don't think Akimi was with mm. us at the time. So even with a better supporting cast, Neymar couldn't win the UCL, and all the other times he was available for PSG. Either he was injured because of that whole theory we won't get into, or other stuff happened, like Marcus Rashford killing his dream dead. So that's my main point, my counter-argument to the whole supporting cast thing. In terms of AC Milan, to get to TB, Ronaldinho won AC Mil- won the Serie A with AC Milan. And the thing is, when, what happened with him there is that when he played there, he had 12 goals and 18 assists, along with 2,897 minutes, which is something that Neymar couldn't even manage 2,000 at PSG, guys. So there's that. But am I making sense mainly with the counter-argument? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, we hear you, bro. Oh, I hear you at least. Um, uh, yeah, per se, though, it's also just. Uh, uh, might have to give that his laptop back to his But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, just to maybe close this off as well, bro. Um, yeah, with the, with the whole Neymar thing, bro, we've also seen it. Yeah, you can say he had a stack squad at PSG. Sure, Ronaldinho had stack squads too where he went, bro. That's that's also factual. Um, what helped him is the fact that he could stay fit throughout the time. Neymar unfortunately got injured, hence I was saying in my yeah. argument when Neymar was fit, he possibly would have been able to carry his team all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying? Even with the Brazil World Cup when that was hosted in 2014, he literally was the talisman. If Neymar didn't get injured, they possibly maybe could have had a different mm. story against Germany. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. We do not know. that. that that's one of those ones that are possibly debatable. But yeah, we never know what could have happened there. He could have possibly you know, been that guy to take mm. them to the final and potentially win it. That's how good Neymar was, bro, in that World Cup too, per se. You see? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things I'm also trying to say, bro, even in terms of that that clutch players, bro. Neymar is clutch compared to Ronaldinho, bro. I can remember a bunch of moments when Neymar has carried his team on his back. They, they, I can remember maybe two or three from Ronaldinho, but I can definitely mention more from Neymar, where he himself was like, you know what, I'm going to take this on my shoulders and do what I got to do. And he did that, bro. So, yeah, it's one of those things that I think... In a way, it does come down to personally preference in the sense of like, who would you like in your team? But if you want to talk about who I think most footballing fans, bro, would say was the better player, bro, it, it, would, it would be Neymar, bro. And the thing is on paper, like you say, stats 
Do not lie, bro. And it's not like Neymar scored goals like tapping much into anything. Brother, he scored some bangers all round. Dog. He could do it all. Jelly could do it all. So it's not like he was, you know, yeah, one of those guys who just got lucky, like your Highlands, who was just a fox in a box and just got where Nigga, he created a lot of those goals himself, bro. Created some magic moments for his teams, but Ronaldinho did the same, but Neymar did it more. Hence why we're saying, in terms of even efficiency, bro, Neymar was the more far more efficient player. Hence why I'm saying, how can someone be a better player when clearly someone else was more efficient? It's kind of like this, 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 I think maybe it might, might be a bit far stretch. When you want to bring like, in terms of talent, maybe, even talent-wise, I think they're probably on the same level, honestly. But in terms of like um, another comparison, maybe you say now you bring uh, Ozo with De Bruyne. Um, sure, career-wise, it's not even comparable. De Bruyne is by far the better player, bro. Um, but in terms of the eye test, bro, let's be honest, a lot of footballing play, footballing fans might agree or disagree with me that also may potentially have been a bit more better than De Bruyne. It's just De Bruyne was, again, the far more efficient player. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm trying to say with, with, the, with the whole Neymar Rondinho thing. But of course, a lot of people will prefer De Bruyne because he's proven, proven time and time again and he's being clutch compared to Ozo. Maybe Ozo's a bad comparison. I'm trying to think of another top midfielder. Um, you could have said, I don't want to bring skulls because I think it's kind of obvious that the brain is better. We've had this debate already, so I don't want to bring that up again. Um, but yeah, in, in any case, it's the thing with this name, I think, bro. Um, sure, even in terms of like, fortunately enough, we got to grow up watching them both. And even from watching them both, bro, ah, dog, I, I just don't see how Ronaldinho ages Neymar in anything in terms of footballing ability. Far from maybe that, that individual accolade and the, the, the Brazil World Cup, though, I don't see what else is Ronaldinho better than Neymar Act. If you have those things, just mention them. But yeah, I think we can close off after that. <laughs> Hey, Bakis, you really don't want to embrace the vision. <laughs> There's no vision to embrace, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. It at other clubs, dog. He was able, like I said, Chief, he did it everywhere. He did it for Brazil. He did it for AC Milan. And yeah, and look, Brazil won a Copa America without Neymar, dog. In the end, with more Jesus, and they didn't have like crazy world class players, they had people like Casemiro there. And I think yeah, even, Fred has, even Fred won that Copa America. And you used to make yeah. jokes about Fred. That, so, that still don't, doesn't make it that, that big of a thing. And like we said, also, the times have changed in terms of levels of players in. Ronaldinho's time to now, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's not even comparable, bro. We had so many world class players back in Ronaldinho's time compared to now where we have world level players. I think this world class thing right now in this period is a bit so far stretched to hold the bait on its own. But yeah, it's, I just think, hey, dog. You can say what you want. Even if Cup Brazil won a Cup America, Neymar, if he was there, he possibly would have won two dogs. Like I said, it's, those are hypotheticals. He just wasn't there. You can't but, discredit him but for not being. He had, he had his opportunities, though. Like, you say the 2014 World Cup is a what if, but he still had the opportunity in 2018. He still had the opportunity in 2022. With Copa America, he yeah. had 2021. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. Messi and them, they beat them in the final. So look, at the end of I the think... day, you what you're going to say? No, I was just going to say that even with that saying, oh, you know, in terms of the the later years as well, in terms of him getting a chance to win it, I just think maybe the level of teams around him just got better and better. Like you said, 2018 World Cup, I think a lot of us in World Football, sure, a lot of people favor Brazil. But I think we could have argued easily that, you know what, France had an elite squad all round. Brazil had a great squad. 
no, do not, do not get me wrong. They had a good squad. Um, who did they get knocked out by? Was it by France? Uh, yo, I don't know who knocked them out, to be honest. I don't remember. Um, that World Cup yeah, for them really wasn't that mad. It wasn't a memorable World Cup for them. Yeah, I think they got knocked out quite early. I think around the 16 quarterfinals, that's for sure. Just not sure who, who did it. But I'm thinking it was... No, Argentina. Argentina repeat. were battered by France. Yeah, by France. Yeah, no, I just think maybe... I can't remember who took, who took up Brazil, though. I don't know, but yeah, whoever did... Um, I think that also kind of just shows, bro, the, the level of the teams back then. Was it Croatia, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Um, That's a shout Yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it could have been Croatia, but... Again, I just think, again, even at that time, he had, you know, a lot more competition to deal with. Like, I think his best chance was potentially 2014. And I think maybe if he played the Cup America now, the season, he could also potentially win it. But we all know about his ACL injury, which, of course, he's, he's most likely not going to return until the end of the year. Um, but, yeah, we'll see about that, you know, honestly. But, yeah, we, I would say we can leave this to a Poll, but I already know how that poll is going to turn out, bro. It's, it's going to be a clear favor for, for Neymar, bro. And hence, I don't want to even like, put it out. I it promise you, bro. It's, it's, really, it's really not worth it, worth it, dog. I'll put it's out that poll, dog. I've given you out that anyway, about think Ronaldinho is better, dog. You, you've given and out at the end of the day, nah, I've given Neymar his due when I've had to. But I've also said yeah. what well, I think Ronaldinho is better. And at yeah, the end of the day, Dino shows that stats don't matter because who's everyone going to remember more at the end of the day? They're going to think of Ronaldinho, that entertainer, that dazzler, the partier. With Neymar, they'll just think of what could have been if he stayed as a di- if he stayed at Barca and if he wasn't capped a lot. See what I'm saying? This, that statement alone shows how much hate Neymar gets. He does the exact same things as Ronaldinho, but gets so much hate for doing what Ronaldinho loved doing, what he loves doing. But Ronaldinho was loved for doing, Neymar's getting hate for doing. Make that make sense, bro. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of clear and obvious, bro, that Neymar... I don't know. I don't know what happened part, turn the time in the decade when Neymar started coming thing. 2010 onwards, I don't know what happened to the love of fair players. Fair players all of a sudden did certain players not like getting disrespected by them. So then they spread their agenda or something. I don't know where this agenda came from. But we all know for sure, even in terms of entertainers, bro, Neymar was an entertainer as much as Ronaldinho was. Neymar, Ronaldinho just got a lot more love for it because I don't think what he did a lot of players um, was seen in, in the world before at the level he did it. Neymar did it and did it far better, even more efficiently, but he got hate for doing it. Make it make sense, bro. Make it make sense. Because <laughs> literally, yeah, besides, yeah, apart from that, literally, I, the only thing I can see what you're saying from what, what you said about Ronaldinho, it's only due to that individual accolades and the World Cup, bro, and what he done for his country compared to Neymar. But Neymar did more for his country, but he just didn't get the accolades to match up with it. That's literally ah, okay. It. So I, I don't know. You, what you if, you, if it was 2014, then yeah. 2014 was the peak of his international career. I yeah, I think he probably also fell off a little bit. Yeah, I can agree. But I'm saying, part to that, leading up to that period as well, um, he did the most, bro. It's just unfortunate what he had to work with, you know. And also his injury too. That's literally what set Neymar back. Ronaldinho, unfortunately, if he didn't even need to perform that much because he had players he knows he could rely on. He knew he could rely on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but it's like yeah. It's also like I said earlier though, Doc. I, if he stayed at Barca, not even about injury, if he just stayed at Barca, then we can really have this debate. Then I'd be like, ah, I can't say Ronaldinho is a better player than Neymar. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. ah, it's one of those. So, so in your mind, the only thing that discredits, 
He was a freak at PSG too. So you, you the, it's I just he didn't finish season because wasn't. of his injury. He was a freak. Dude. What? Where? 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 Just where was he? You... Dude, less than two thousand minutes is an average of about twenty to twenty, twenty to twenty-two to about twenty-four games. Okay, but that's yeah. only if you finish ninety minutes, and obviously. It wasn't always... He's obviously not going to play a full 90 minutes in all those games. You see again, with that point, to add on to what you said, he didn't even play that many minutes. And he still got the amount of records he did, bro, in terms of his stats-wise, bro. That boy was efficient, my dude. Imagine if he played over those amount of minutes, bro. I'm sorry, dude. Neymar is clear Ronaldinho dog. That, that, that but alone you're relying on what if, Chief. <laughs> it's not even what ifs, bro. He did more with less minutes. If he had more minutes, bro. Sure, you can say it's a what if. If he had more minutes, it's not like Neymar's going to fall off completely. Neymar's not the type of player. How do you bounce back from an injury and still produce the same kind of output, bro? Like you said, he had, more, he had less minutes. Okay, than Ronaldinho. Sharp. In those last minutes, he produced more. Does that not define someone who is better for you? It just means he played the league wide, where it's full of oh bounds. Oh my goodness, dog. <laughs> Even his boss's stats are past the Ronaldinho, dude. Loud, dog. Okay, dog. I think, I think we're going to go on about this because... Yeah, no, you 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 gonna die on this hill, bro, and I can see it. I am gonna die on this hill. But you, you can die, bro. But uh, but we'll leave it to the listeners. Uh if we lose if I lose, I lose. I'll take my L. But hi right, guys. T B wanted to quickly we want we are we gonna touch on the men's thing or are we gonna sign out? Um Oh, I did want to touch it on it, but I guess I guess since he's since he's gone, because I think he had some important points to add, we can include maybe in the next episode. But so yeah, guys, stay tuned for that. Um, I think with that being said, um, on behalf of Tabang, we're gonna love and leave y'all. Thank you again for listening and tuning in. Um, like we said before, please do be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, yeah, let us know how you feel about us, man. Leave a review for your audio listeners, bro. Let us know. Um, and uh, yeah, from your boys again from the ATM, um, Moshe and myself, uh, love, love.